Hey, how come people always say, like, alcohol won't freeze? It's alcohol. Because it doesn't freeze. Liquor doesn't freeze. Yeah, liquor doesn't freeze. Beer does. Beer freezes, yeah. Well, beer freezes because it has water in it. (sighs) Fucker should have told me that yesterday. (laughs) This is an episode of GSPN. With your hosts, Darth Jafar. I have, like, insane diarrhea. Falcon Chew. Let's get it started. And Siete Uno. Bullshit. Fuck life. Fuck everything. Fuck, fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride with GSPN. And here's today's host. Hello, everybody. This is Falcon Chew, your weird dad. And... Of course, we of course we picked the third episode for Falcon Chew to host, the third episode that we're recording tonight. Uh, after I have drank a few beers and I have become what some may call intoxicated, just depending on your weight or how dick dick of a cop you may be. But of course, with my uh, friends here, my uh, kinfolk. <laughs> I thought I thought you froze. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I did in in my mind I froze. But with my kinfolk here, Dr. Far and Siete Uno. And today we're gonna talk about the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy. well, we're also gonna talk about Miss Marvel. But the Umbrella Academy. No, you know what? No. Let's start with Miss Marvel. Yeah, let's do that. Peach. Get that one out of the way. We'll talk about Miss Marvel here. I know Jafar was real excited about Miss Marvel. He kept uh, he kept on a egging us on like we're gonna talk about Miss Marvel. Are y'all gonna catch up on Miss Marvel? <laughs> I, I was I'll... just curious if you were keeping up. <laughs> so I got the hint and I was like, all right, let me watch Miss Marvel. So I watched it here. And you know, you know, in the beginning, I, from the previews, I just thought it was a, a kids a kids thing, like something on the Disney Channel. But of course, it's on Disney Plus. But as I watched it a little bit more. It was a little bit more than a kid's show to me because uh, I got to, because I myself got to learn about a culture, cultures. And that's always fun. Disney does a good job. Disney slash Marvel does a good job about uh, different cultures and introducing that to us. And so mm, I, I do get some vibes out of this as of like a diary of a wimpy kid type mm. movie or even maybe Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, where it's just, like, kind of real animated and stuff on the side like that. And But I also feel like Disney is doing this show to bring in a new generation of viewers. It's kind of like, oh, bringing it into Marvel. So to me, it's kind of like they're, they're Brian writing the Marvel fans. Out with the old, in with the new. All right? Right, Siete? So, oh, one thing that I thought was cool was the gin they mentioned the gin the only reason i thought it was cool was because i was reading this new book and and uh, it's called like the stardust thief or something like that and they mentioned the gin so i just thought it was cool that relativity siete you seem to cringe when i mentioned that it was a kid show what's what's that i mean i don't know dude i'm i don't know man i i'm i want to like miss marvel i I, Mm -hmm. i mean like look i like the story I like where things are going, but I feel like 
this one is the closest to a CW show that I've seen in a long time. Like, it's definitely, like, giving me CW vibes. And I'm just like, oh, man, this this isn't the same Marvel Studio <laughs> stuff. I mean, I'm hoping, I mean, I'm hoping Thor is going to be good. I mean, I thought Doctor Strange was real good. Miss Marvel, it's, I mean, I, I, I like the whole, I like, I think the story's great. But, like, the whole part where he's like, well, like, first of all, the white dude, I don't even remember, Bruno, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, like. He's he understands fucking <laughs> fucking astrophysics and all that bullshit like at that age. Like I can understand, you know, fucking I wanted to say Tony Parker, Peter Parker. I can understand him understanding that because fucking Peter Parker's a fucking genius. But some rando kid, I mean, I don't know. I mean Peter Parker Bruno's just a genius. A rando kid. Yeah, but <laughs> he's also I don't know. Like got that, that, many, he got that many fucking geniuses in one spot. Come on, I don't well, know. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not saying the show is like fantastic, but it's Disney. I mean, it's Disney, Disney Marvel. Like, you can't. I feel like it's getting to to the point. Like they said, Moon Knight stands alone, but at some point, you're gonna have to have had watch Moon Knight to get something down the line. So it's like, gotta watch Miss Marvel because they're gonna mention some shit like the Red Daggers in like three movies from now. And we're not going to know what the fuck that's going on with. So, yeah, I mean, it, like Falcon said, I enjoy learning about the culture. Like, I didn't know a lot of shit that I'm learning now. It's kind of like Obi-Wan in the <laughs> sense that, like, the first two episodes were decent. And then, no, even the third one was decent. But then the fourth episode was, like, felt like it was stalling. Because now it, it was just weird. Like, her mom wanted nothing to do with her grandmother. And then in the fourth yeah. episode, they were, like, on a plane to Pakistan to go see the grandmother. What kind of <laughs> um, money do they fucking have to just be able to go to fucking yeah, Pakistan? Yeah, they, out of they also just went, like, on a whim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, in the middle of school year, too. Like, how the fuck is that even happening? So that, that whole episode just felt, like, very, very off. Forced, um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just kind of, like, they have two episodes left, and I just feel like it's gotten to a point where I don't really know what's at stake right now. Yeah. Like, it, or you don't know what the bangle thing still is, or who's the bad guy? Is it the people chasing you? Is it the, the damage control? Because damage control seems to not give a fuck. I don't know. Yeah. They were they were so big in the first two episodes, and then this family just happened of clandestine or clandestine people, like, happened to just break out of it so easily. So, yeah, for me, it was like, it had potential. It's not living up to its potential right now, but I still enjoy watching it. I I know it is aimed for the younger audiences, and for me, as a Marvel fan, that's kind of a breath of fresh air because Marvel does have a certain rhythm that it goes with for a lot of its movies and its shows. So for this one to kind of feel the way it does, I don't mind it being different because I, I feel like it stands out a little more. I'm not too turned off to like the younger generation's humor. I can get certain things that are kind of funny, so... Yeah, I'm enjoying it pretty much, and I think I think the acting is decent. It's passable. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't mind the acting. Like, I, I think everything's okay. I think what really what the problem with it is is like lazy writing. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned that episode where they're on the plane because when that episode started and they're on the plane, I was like, did I miss an episode in between? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like how the fuck did they just get on a plane? I, I seriously got confused. 
I was like about to go back and be like, did I miss an episode here? But yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. Uh, you know, like I said, with all the animation and stuff that they pop up there. And, and uh, so, I mean, now that you mentioned that there's only two episodes left, that gets me kind of excited because I think I can endure that. I'm not saying it's a horrible show. And well, they do say that that Miss Marvel is supposed to come out in the next Captain Marvel movie. So Which I think that's cool. That's, that's why they're setting her up. They want to introduce her. They don't want to just be like, fucker came out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. It's, I, here's something I don't get. And maybe someone has the answer, but like that, that family that turned on her, right? Cause she wouldn't help them or whatever, or cause she was taking her time to help them. Cause she wanted to think it over. That felt really quick. I felt like they met her that one day, told her the history and they were like, think about it. And it was like the next day at the wedding where they came to like find her and they were like, ah, you're not helping us, blah, blah, blah. So that felt really rushed. Um, and this is what I was going to say. I was talking to someone at work. I was like, dude, this is like Disney and Marvel. Like, why are they keeping a lot of their shit at like six episodes? And a lot of it feels like it's not being it's either unnecessarily long, like the Falcon Winter Soldier or in this case for Miss Marvel. It might be unnecessarily short. If you're going to make a, a show like this, make it like nine, ten, maybe even twelve episodes. Because I'm like, you got, you have the money. I look at fucking AMC, dude. They have The Walking Dead. Walking Dead has the same length episodes, forty minute episodes, and they have sixteen episodes per season, and they have way less money than you. So why can't you just give us an, a ten episode? for miss marvel make a little bit of a better story where things don't feel like they're being rushed or just put in for like pushing the plot forward yeah i don't know why all marvel shows are stuck in a perpetual like six episodes and some episodes are falling really flat and then they're making up for it in the next episode and it's, it's a weird flux i don't mind the short episodes because like i said like i think i said this in the past like with the cw shows they're 22 episodes long and those are fuck those fucking seasons drag and i'm i'm not i'm not about longer seasons i'm about better stories but i do think that even though it's a short season they should you know really go in there and be like all right what needs to get cut what like like really going that whole thing to to pakistan dude they could have probably done something else to mhm like they didn't have to go to Pakistan like that. And that just like that took me out of the of the show because it's like fucking you're going to go to Pakistan in the middle of the school year. Fucking I actually miss Bruno in that episode. I was like, Bruno's missing, dude. He kind of yeah. helps the, the vibe go sometimes. And I was just like, OK, that's weird. Yeah, it was real random. Like, I, I really think the dagger people, the red dagger might have been something for another season or I don't know, something else like it really like just i don't think it you know who they should have had her team up with the dude from eternals or something the the indian dude yeah the kingo like they were talking about his movies earlier yeah they mentioned him yeah so when when i had like seen a spoiler uh not a spoiler but i had seen an article the day that episode came out and it was like miss marvel's team up in episode four has everybody like raving and in my head i was like oh she's probably gonna team up with kingo and then when Red Daggers came on, I literally, I had to pause it and, like, Marvel Wikipedia, like, Red Daggers. Yeah, who the fuck Red Dagger was? Yeah, me <laughs> yeah. too. So, yeah, I was like, okay, whatever. But 
yeah, hopefully they nail the the last two episodes and establish who exactly or what exactly we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. badass. We'll see what this uh, what this show was meant to deliver to us here in the next two weeks. Miss Marvel comes out every Wednesday. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> what one one last thing on that is I Marvel's watch- Green Lantern. I did watch that little short, you know, Miss Marvel, like the, I don't know, like a little intro video that Disney Plus has. And, and the actress, she was very into the character of Miss Marvel. Like she, she well, read the comics and everything. So it was like a, green, a dream come true for her to land this, land this job. And she, she was like, how could I not audition? She, she could not not audition. So she did it. She got it. And it's kind of like her real her real life is her character because she she just dreams of that and she actually is fulfilling it now. Yeah. Very interesting. Now, speaking of children, the children of Reginald Hargreaves, right? We go to the Umbrella Academy, season three. Or the Sparrow Academy. <laughs> <laughs> right. What, Siete? I'm ready. I'm like... Like a shark in the water. Yeah, man. I'm just waiting now i always i highly anticipated the umbrella academy i was waiting for it to come it finally did and of course it starts out right off the bat with meeting the the sparrow academy just where it left off in the in the season two and they have their dance in the beginning which is really not a real dance but but i love any time that the umbrella academy has a good time anytime they dance anytime they drink that's that's what i love most about the Umbrella Academy. So we did that. Uh, then, of course, they went through their, went through their uh, different. They kind of broke up and and were having some, some difficulties. Obviously, going through the the, the timelines there. Now going through that, <laughs> Jafar, you have a flarkin on you. <laughs> now there was a lot of good moments. I thought through this. I'm curious to hear what's yet thought was not good about it. One of the things that I maybe didn't didn't like about it was there was a lot of a lot of stuff going on maybe too much going on with little explanation and so then finally like the middle was kind of dense but then we get to the end and i thought the end was very very good it picked up the action picked up and everything there i'm not gonna hit on anything specific yet but just want to know jafar your opinion uh overall what did you think about it all right so overall i enjoyed the third season I agree. Uh, there was some unnecessary things in there. They didn't need to have Diego and his fake son. Uh, it was a funny little thing going on for a while. I know that he's going to be a, supposed to be a dad. But at the same time, though, I kind of like the dynamic between the two of them. It was kind of funny to see him be like a little shit. So I couldn't be too angry at it. The pettiness between Victor and Allison... Man, like, Allison was... You never watched The Walking Dead, did you, uh, Falcon? Up to a certain point. Uh, do you remember the old man, Dale, with the RV? Yeah. For some reason, I was getting, like... It's a character that you just love to hate. Like, Allison just pisses me off, dude. I didn't mind the Sparrow Academy. I, I enjoyed all their their abilities and their, their weirdness. Like you said, the, the Footloose dance thing, I thought that was pretty funny. Especially the way, like... When he snapped out of it and then the girl was looking at him and she was just like, <laughs> like she knew he was like tripping out and she's like, yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. As always, I enjoy just seeing the relationship between 
Hargreaves and the kids. Like, he still uses them no matter what. I, oh, my God. I really enjoyed Klaus this season. Like, literally becoming a master of death. And so that was pretty fun to watch. Luther is kind of stagnant in his story. I don't really know what they're aiming towards, but I know he got married to Sloane. And I know they showed her on the moon, which is what he was kind of watching over. So maybe this next season will be more Luther oh, heavy. That was that was Hargreaves' wife. That was his wife? I thought it was yeah. Sloane. No, yeah. That it was, was a lot right. like her. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Well, he's got to go find Sloane if she's around. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? I've always enjoyed Five and everything that happens with him. So I think finding his older self as like the leader of the time place, that was okay. Yeah, I don't think there's anything I hated, honestly. I know there was Harlan bringing him back. That that was pretty random, but at the same time, I don't know. You know, if I had to give this a, a rating out of 10, I gave it a 7. <laughs> 70. Passing grade. Yee. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hit on some points a little bit before Sieta goes, because Sieta's going to blow it all to shit. Just, yeah. like, just like he blew his spurs all to shit. Backing Brian Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But but some some of the things that I enjoyed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some lighter notes before Sieta reigns on the parade, causing us to need umbrellas. But so one thing was obviously Vanya turning into Victor. I didn't know uh, what to expect of that. I remember Sieta was like, "No, I think they are gonna change the character," but I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know if they were going to because I felt like they they he she sh- he she she he she. <laughs> I felt like he could have still played Vanya for the story, but they changed it for Elliot Page. And I thought that was a, a bold move and a a good move by them to do that. And when when Victor did introduce himself, he went and got a haircut, then he introduces himself as Victor to three of his brothers. And I thought it was cool how he just says, like, I'm Victor. This is who I am. There was a little brief moment of silence, and then he says, does anyone have a problem with that? And they, all three of them were like, no, no problem with that. That's cool. And then Five's like, but that still doesn't make you the boss, or I'm still the boss here. Like, you know, it just, yeah. he just goes right over it. There's no awkwardness or anything. But when Victor says that, do you have a problem with it? I kind of felt like it was the them saying to the world and to the viewers, do you have a problem with me? transforming from Vanya to Victor. I felt like it had a little underlying meaning there. Maybe that's just me. Like, fuck you if you have a problem. But also, what was... Oh, this to me felt like a season of self-realization. Of course, Vanya going to Victor. Five sees himself as an old man. Uh, Luther is obviously trying to find love because because he's a softy inside that, that tough exterior. Uh, Diego finds out that he has a son but he really doesn't but then he finds out that his woman is pregnant and klaus realizes his potential klaus realizes that he's immortal and then god damn it what what was her name you just mentioned allison Allison. uh she's just struggling with with losing her daughter and and the husband from the other era so she likes once the daughter from this era but the husband from this era so i mean she just obviously becoming a nihilist or i don't know (laughs) Once what she can't have, I feel like she made a deal with Hargreaves to, to get exactly what she wanted there. Picking and choosing. Oh, wa- to, I was going to say it was fun to get Ben. It was fun to get Ben, but that Ben was kind of annoying to me. Yeah. 
<laughs> the only time that I I liked that Ben was when he like got the popcorn, like when when the, they started fighting and he got the popcorn and he was like, oh, who's gonna win? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but one of the bad things about the show, the Mark Ruff- the Mark Ruffalo dude was kind of annoying. The Mark Ruffalo looking dude. The the guy with the fucked up face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of getting annoyed by him. Yeah, but like I said, I enjoy any time that the Umbrella Academy has a good time. And so that included the Footloose dance. That also included their karaoke and and the dancing at the wedding. I feel like their best times are in the house. Whenever whenever they were in that hotel, Oblivion or Obsidian, it, it was kind of dull to me. Being, I felt like there was too much time spent in the hotel, and that the hotel was just kind of dark. It had some dark vibes, and much better time spent at the house. <sighs> See at the ah! floors. Thank you. You know, I talked about fucking Stranger Things and how they use their extra time during the pandemic to refine and create a great story. The Umbrella Academy did not do that. I saw the laziest writing ever. And I felt like they used the quirkiness of, of Umbrella Academy as an excuse to have lazy writing. And like I, I really feel like the lazy writing was at the beginning. The ending I felt was a little better, a little more refined, and probably because you know they didn't have to do a lot of changing because of uh, the pandemic. But the whole the whole thing with Victor, like I was cool with them changing Victor, but fucking. I f- like honestly that scene that you were talking about. I felt like that was like some really lazy writing. Like I mean, I felt the hardness, like like what like what they were trying to say. But I'm just like, come on, guys! Like y'all could do, y'all could have made this scene a little a little better. And going, you wanted that, you wanted that to be more emo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially after how much time they had, they had all the time in the world to fix the dialogue. It, like, it, like honestly, the first half was some cw shit like that El- was elliot some... page had oh, contributions yeah. right yeah i know he, she did, but he did also i like that they did it that way because it, it felt like they weren't making an episode about it. it yeah and you know it, you like know, it was like this is the fact okay let's acknowledge move on with the plot yeah and you know i i struggled with that because I agree. Like, I think that it, it shouldn't be that big of big of a deal. Like, it should just be like, it's here. It's like, it's like fucking when they changed Rhodes or Rhodey from Iron Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like he said it like he was just like, I'm here. This is me. Get over it. You know, like whatever. And I think, I think that was good. But it's either, I, I felt like it's one of two ways. You either devote time to it and do it the right way. Or you do it the way that the MCU did with changing that character and you just move on with it. Because I do feel they did drag it on even though they were trying not to drag it on. Because it did, it did end up becoming an episode. It, like, it was an entire episode of them talking about it. And then not only that, like that, that, that was just like a – I brought that up because that's a small one. The big one, I felt, was just like the entire first part where like we, kid, we kidnapped one. And, you know, we're, we want this. And then they go back and like, oh, well, we want this now. And we want this. And I was like, how many fucking times are you guys going to go back and forth with fucking what you want? Like, I don't know. I thought lazy writing, super lazy writing. I was over it. But I don't know. Like, like, like I said, I think the ending was a little more refined. 
and I appreciated that. But I, I think the very beginning was was, and I I, I mean I, I think a lot of it was the pandemic, you know, them trying to record and you know follow you know California's rules about you know recording during that time, and yeah, I just I, I feel like they had a, and then with the transition for for Elliot Page. I think they had I, I do think they ended up having to rewrite a lot of stuff and you know that kind of put them in a situation to rewrite it. But I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like they had time during the pandemic to refine everything and I just did not feel the beginning part was refined. Uh-huh. On a scale of ten. Five. Knew it because that's your favorite character. Yeah. I give it a Klaus. I give it a Vanya and a Victor. I got the vibe immediately that the Sparrows were obviously stronger than the Umbrella Academy and they were controlling, somewhat controlling Reginald Hargreaves. So you knew that that was something that was that was going to play a part. They had medication that he was on. So they were they were kind of keeping his his self in check so that he wouldn't go off on his his tangents and everything. What what do y'all think about Reginald Hargreaves? I mean, motherfucker doesn't quit. I think I think this fourth season is finally going to delve into his origins because mm-hmm. I think they've ridden the whole we're bringing about the end of the world uh, routine. It's been three seasons in a row, so I think that's run its course. I think they're in a situation where it left off where they have no powers. Obviously, he's still alive because he was watching them from above. So I feel like season four, it's going to really involve a lot of good old Reggie. And we may even get to learn more about what his real intentions may be or maybe even where what his background is, you know, maybe what's going on. And maybe he'll help him get those powers back or who knows. Yeah, we'll see what they do because, yeah, like he's, they don't have the powers anymore. Supposedly they did pitch the uh, fourth season, but they haven't heard a response yet. But um, I, no, no, don't say it's the end. I think it's the end. I don't think there's going to be another season. All you do, you're just a bearer of bad news. <laughs> Umbrella Academy's over. The Spurs are going to Austin. Ryan Wright is a good person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the uh, writers did say that because the the characters are always saying like how they hate. The position that they're in and how they hate who they are because of because of how they were adopted and how they were brought up that they were pitching something of like what would it be like for them to not have powers so that's what they're thinking about like but but that's crazy to to think that that would be how this how this series ends do you guys know if they're out of like source material like how much has Gerard oh, yeah. way written oh Teleblivion was the last one Right now oh, really? we're we're waiting on the Sparrow Academy because the, the next the next material is going to be about the Sparrow Academy. Mm. So <laughs> so they're they're like in a situation with most animes where like they catch up with the manga. Yeah, they're about to Full Metal Alchemist it right now. And it's, all yeah. we know all we know is that there's only one of the Sparrow Academy that survived. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, two technically because there's. Did y'all know there was a post credit scene for this move this this season? What? Yeah, I didn't know that, and it was like Ben, another version of Ben in Seoul on the on a on a train. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, supposedly that was the Umbrella Academy Ben, but he obviously didn't have powers, so he was just sitting on a bus, 
reading a book because he was just the Ben that oh, he would have like, been. They they undid his death. Yeah, because he yeah, never because, had his powers. Yeah, it was like they never. I don't know if it was like they never got adopted. I don't know. But but ye, we'll see. We will yeah. see. I don't think it's going to not have that fourth season because they say that that's going to be it. They don't want to go past four. So that would be it. I don't know they how they're going to get that free. <laughs> they should go into season four with, with it in mind that it could be their last and they should just put a nice little bow on it. Yeah, it should be every single episode should be them just drinking and dancing and and I would be happy with that. Oh, really quickly, that dancing, I wasn't for it either. We can't <sighs> Come on, man. I felt it was forced. Like, honestly, like when it happened, I was just like, Y'all are just trying to force a dancing into the into this show now. Like, no. like I don't know. I thought it felt organic with her little I, acid trip. I did not feel like it was orga- organic at all. But, but you don't remember, like, in the very first season when they all started dancing in their own room? Yeah, no, I thought that was organic. I thought, like, they were, like, that That one made sense. This one made No, sense. that one didn't make as much sense because Zero they were all in different sense. rooms. How did they all know each other were dancing? Because <laughs> well, the music was playing throughout also, the house. Also, the music was muffled when it and was playing. And they didn't playing. know. They didn't the know that everyone was dancing. The music was muffled when it was playing in Allison's room. Yeah, and but she they was still right heard it. Door. They still so heard it. You're telling me Bonnie all the way downstairs heard the yeah. bass, the organ? That's her power. She feels the uh, the vibrations. I don't know. I felt the the one in season one was organic. At least, at least in his acid trip, not everybody was actually doing it. It was just all in his like mental state, and he <laughs> yeah. was probably just standing no, there with like, not, the rule coming out of his mouth. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying like I like the dance scenes, and I think like it, when they work, it's perfect. It didn't work here. Like, this was just. I think like, it worked. It was I like I feel like we haven't agreed with Siete at all in like the last three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> He likes that role. That's the I role like he likes to play. I don't know. He likes being ganged up on. Yeah. <laughs> I can defend myself. Love them gangbangs. He's just he's just thinking of things to to just say to poke at us, you know. I'm being one hundred percent serious. I mean I'm not like really? I was not yeah, so you were like you were sitting there, you were watching the the footloose dance and you were just like Yeah, I was like I I really did sit there and I was like, Oh, oh this my gosh. This feels forced. After that, that I think that's what kind of started me down the hill of like, oh, they're not trying right now. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that if if you felt that way about that scene, of course, that's going to set your tone for the rest. But hey, that those are called opinions. And they're all, you know, you're all entitled to one. <laughs> I hear you. No, I mean. That footloose scene for you is Brian right for us. Hmm. <laughs> I guess everyone oh, loves it. Coming up on July 7th and 8th, 7th and 8th, Thor is coming out, right? Siete and I will be attending a showing on Saturday, July 9th. If anyone would like to come out to, and meet us for a meet and greet, we'll be drinking <laughs> a meet and greet. probably around 6 p.m., right? If anybody wants to come meet us, just, just hit us up on Twitter and we'll tell you our coordinates. Jafar, are you planning to, to watch Thor? Uh, that weekend or that week? No, I'm not going to be able to. Uh, I'm planning for the 18th. So I got to go nine days without getting spoiled. <laughs> we'll, be sure to, we'll be sure to put that all into the <laughs> into the group chat. DM. So that means we will not be able to talk about it 
until the 29th. But it is what it is. I'll give people time to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, any parting words? Anything under the umbrella? I think I'm good. I've, I've spoken my piece. I have spoken. <laughs> the Mandalorian, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> um, he looks like him. My my only parting word is if you have fucking time to write, you better use that time wisely. Just saying. Well, no, I mean, they can have time, but it just depends on, on them themselves. What if they're just not the greatest? What if they're not, you know, Stranger Things writers? The first two seasons were pretty fucking good, I thought. They have good writers. I don't know why they fucking blew this one, but that's just whatever. I'll admit it wasn't as good as the two, but I feel like as you go on, yeah, things become harder to impress. And you either capitalize or you don't. Because you got to go outside of your horizons. Outside of your comfort zone. Jafar, there's a flarkin' on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the run. I, well, this has been Falcon Chew here with GSPN. And I'll let my colleagues extroduce themselves. Extroduce. I am this... V7. I am V7 siete Uno. And just as a reminder, Thanos right is right. <sighs> this is Dart Jafar signing off. We'll see how the Spurs go. Go Spurs go. Obi Wan sucked. Straight in in Umbrella Academy's all right. Yeah, Umbrella Academy was all right. You know, it was all right it, because it got hairy in the middle. Just oh, like, just like in eighty in eighties porn. This has been another episode of GSPN. Follow us on social media at Geek Sports Podcast Network on Facebook, official GSPN on Instagram, and official underscore GSPN on Twitter. And while you're there, help some brothers out and share our content. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care.